Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Is Manifesting Bullshit? Um, our guest today is awesome. She's going to talk to us all about manifesting and her viewpoints on it. Go ahead, introduce yourself and tell us where you're from. Sure. My name is Stephanie McPhail. I uh, live in Texas currently, and I specialize in helping professional women rediscover who they are after toxic relationships. Wow, that's quite a bit. Awesome. I can't wait to hear all about it. Uh, why don't you answer the golden question, which is, is manifesting, in fact, a life-changing tool or just a load of BS? I 100% believe that it is a manifest, that it's a tool um, that will change your life if you start actually believing it. And the biggest thing is taking action on what you feel pulled to do. Okay. Okay. So basically, if somebody just believes they're going to have a pet elephant, will the pet elephant appear if they truly believe that it will? Well, that's just like saying, you know, like having hopes and dreams, but not taking any action on it. So the, as being a, a, an excellent manifester, I find that you have to dream big, but then you have to take massive action. So in creating my business and doing the work that I've done, I have this amazing vision of what could be. And then every single day I take massive action on making that into a reality. So I take steps every single day to make sure that that dream that I have inside of my head becomes a reality. So how do you hold yourself accountable? How do you decide what steps need to be taken first in what order? And then how do you hold yourself accountable? Well, that's a, that's a great question. I think, I think number one, I mean, how do you stay motivated? And I, I think that that is when you have a dream that's so big that there's no chance of you not doing it because it feels like it's your sole purpose. It feels like it's what you have to do. I think right there is a motivator and helps keep pushing you even when things feel really tough. But I also think that there is something real about getting people that know what they're talking about. And so like for me, I was a teacher for 18 years. I, I knew all the ins and outs on teaching, but I knew nothing about business. I knew nothing. I knew I wanted to help people, but I didn't know anything about business. So for me, part of manifesting has been making sure that I get the smartest people in the room around me so they can help me create the big vision that I have. And, I, and I'll add to that too. Like I just recently happened to have a conversation with someone because I knew that she knew some pretty high level people. And we started having a conversation and it ended up that she is an expert in creating podcasts. And I had, and I was like, cool, I've thought about podcasts before. Like I've done them before, but I haven't had a lot of luck. And as we start talking, it ends up that she herself is currently in a toxic relationship, well, currently trying to deal with overcoming a toxic relationship. And so all of a sudden, not only did I have someone who was an expert in her field, but she also was dealing with what I help people with. And so she was passionate about helping me succeed. So now it's a win-win situation and we have a shared vision to manifest into a reality. That is so cool. It's so neat whenever you find somebody like that who not only can help you, but you can help them too. It just becomes exactly. mutually beneficial. What a great story. Yeah. That's awesome. So why don't you tell us if you if somebody out there wants to start manifesting, what what is the biggest challenge? I think the biggest challenge is, I mean, I think it's really allowing the what ifs and the impossibilities that our brain, that the the BS that we tell ourselves about whether or not it's possible. I think sometimes we also don't dream big enough because we're out of fear. Um, I think also friends and family. I mean, when I 
decided to quit my full-time teaching position, my New York teaching position that was tenure, great retirement, all of that. There was a lot of crazy faces being made at me. Like, what the heck is Stephanie thinking? Like, what is wrong with Stephanie that she's thinking that she's going to quit this amazing job? And I loved it. I loved teaching. But this was bigger than me. And I knew that I had to do that. So yeah, I think, and and there was a little bit of a fear. There was a little bit of a fear of like, what if I quit this, you know, this great job and I'm not able to make money? What if I'm not able to do that? So I heard those things too, but you know, those little fears that pop up, I look at them instead of saying things, that little doubter in your voice, instead of saying you can't do it, I look at those things as things that I probably need more support with. So if I feel like, hey, it's not possible for you to create a business because you know nothing about business, then the other side of that is, okay, thanks for letting me know. Yeah, you're right. You don't know anything about business. Who can you hire to help you with business? You know, so I think a lot of people, they hear that doubter and they're like, you're right. I can't do it. It's not possible. Instead of hearing those doubters, those things that normally would keep us from doing it and saying instead, what can I learn from it and how can I get that outside support? Absolutely. So I guess you're agreeing with one of the key components that I always say is a big deal when you're trying to learn to manifest. Surround yourself with those people who are going to elevate you. And you've got to kick those other people outside of your circle or not really completely get rid of them. I don't mean that. I just mean like everyday people that you talk to every day need to be in line with what you're thinking and where you're going. And those other people, maybe you have a family member who is kind of a, a naysayer or talks negative all the time. You know, you can kind of push those towards the outside of your circle and, mm-hmm. and, you know, still foster that relationship, but maybe not just allow it to, to dictate to you all of those negative thoughts. Have and you experienced might, that? Yeah, well, and I was going to say, you might, those might not be the people that you talk to about what you're working on manifesting. You know, if, if you're looking to lose 50 pounds and all of your friends are overweight and they're like, ha ha, you're never going to, you know, lose any weight. Maybe that's not someone to talk about your, your goal. You know, I, I, was, I was actually saying this the other day to my husband that, I remember when I first started working on my business. And again, I had that vision and that calling to do it. And I remember a bunch of my friends were going out to a bar to hang out or whatever. And it was like a weekday. So it wasn't something I normally did, but I was like, oh, that'd be kind of a cool thing to do. But I had an appointment with someone to do my website. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to not hang out with you guys. Maybe I'll catch up with you later. I'm going to go meet up with this person for the website. And I had a great like three hour conversation with this person designing my website and doing all this stuff. And I felt so good. And then I went and met up my friends for like 10 minutes or so. And I didn't tell them that I was what I was even doing because they didn't have that vision. They didn't have that passion and excitement. And I just wanted to be with them and experience what they were excited about. And, you know, people that really could appreciate what I was working on. Those were the people that I was sharing. Like, Hey, I didn't even go out to my, hang out with my friends much. Cause I was, so excited about my business and my fellow business people were like, yeah, that's awesome that you were able to do that. So I agree with you. I think, you know, spending, you can spend time with whomever, but the, the, the dream crushers that are in everybody's lives, they're, they're not living their own life, their own exciting dreams. So, you know, there are people in our lives that it's not even worth us sharing what it is because they don't understand it and they're not going to be supportive of it. So find that group of people that understand what you're working on and that are not only going to support you, but help inspire you to do maybe dream even bigger than what you thought was already big. Like you have this big idea and all of a sudden you start hanging out with these really smart people and you're like, 
oh my gosh, this dream needs to get even bigger. And then you can start working towards that towards that too. Yes. And that does happen. It starts to expand around the people that you surround yourself with. Next thing you know, people that you've known for a long time, uh, you never knew they had a certain special skill that now they can offer you to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the big things that I've come across with people in manifesting is they say, I just, I have no idea what I want. What do you Mm -hmm. say to those people? I would say, you know, to so someone says they have no idea what they want. It's it almost sounds kind of like some of the women that I work with who have been in these toxic relationships because they're so focused on taking care of everybody else. And so what I would say to them is, is do some like real introspection, meditate, um, start rediscovering who you are, figure out the things that you enjoy, that you really love, that it's about you. You know, so many of us get sucked into if we're, you know, we're moms, we're friends, we're business owners, we're, you know, whatever we do for a living, we're all of those things that we, that we just get further and further away from ourselves. So sometimes it's a good idea when we're like, I don't know what I want to go and figure that out. So whatever that means, do you need to go on more trips? Do you need to try singing bowl meditations? Do you need to go out and go hiking? Do you, you know, what are the things that you can try to see and discover who you are to figure that out? I mean, when I started doing all this manifesting stuff, I really just, I remember ending my relationship with my first husband who was abusive. And part of the healing for me was to go around and try all the things that I wasn't able to try when I was with him. And one of them was going to a Reiki circle. And it was always a little woo, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to go try it and see if I like it. And I went to one Reiki circle. And for those of you who don't know what Reiki is, it's a, it's a healing modality. It's an energy healing modality. And so I was like, let me go try. So I went and I was like, oh my gosh, that was really cool. And I had three people come up to me and they were like, whoa, I can feel your energy. And I'm like, I've never even done this before. This is really cool. So then that got me interested in finding more about Reiki. And then I took classes and now I'm a Reiki level two practitioner, all because I wanted to test it out and try it and see if I liked it. And there was other things that I did I didn't like as much, but all those little experiences of figuring out what I enjoyed, all of those things started to lead me to the bigger picture of really helping other people in a way that maybe they've never been able to help before. So me manifesting my big dreams, actually, and this goes for everybody, as you manifest your big dreams, you get to help everybody else because of what you have done and the actions that you have taken from manifesting for yourself. Absolutely. Like you can't really truly fill up somebody else's cup if your cup is empty. So you have to take care of you. You have to build that. I am completely guilty of not knowing what I wanted because I also was in an abusive relationship and um, marriage. And when I got out of that, I became a single mom. So I was in fight or flight mode constantly where Mm -hmm. it was two jobs in college and all of these things and trying to impress my daughters, trying to impress my dad, trying to make sure I paid the bills, trying to, I was the sole provider. So whenever I started discovering manifesting, and of course, that's one of the things you're supposed to do is kind of like write down what you want. And Mm -hmm. I sat there with my pen and the paper and I thought, oh my goodness, I have never for one second in my entire life thought about what does Cindy want? Mm -hmm. And I didn't know. I had no idea. I knew what everybody else wanted. I even knew what everybody else wanted for me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I had no clue what I wanted. So it did take me a while to really just start writing and just putting blah, blah, blah down on paper. And eventually the thoughts started to come out and my true dreams and wishes started to come out. And then I was like, oh, wow, 
That's what I want. And then, of course, like you said, you know, you just start expanding on that. And the next thing you know, people start showing up in your life that can help you and and foster those, you know, thoughts and those dreams. And then it gets get bigger and bigger. And then next thing you know, you accomplish that dream and then you have another one. It's it's really cool. Is that some of the things that you experienced whenever you were going through that? Oh, 100 percent. And something I actually want to add to what we were talking about before is that, you know, it's not just about filling up your own cup to help other people. It's literally the great results other people get out of you being you. So what I mean by that is, you know, if I had not followed my bliss, followed that, you know, the, the, the dreams that I had and work taking those, those massive steps towards manifesting the life that I wanted, I wouldn't be here talking to you. I wouldn't have moved cross country from New York to Texas. I wouldn't have quit my teaching job. I wouldn't have helped thousands of women heal from toxic relationships. Literally none of those things would have happened. So all of those people that I helped, all those other people that have been affected by my change would not have been affected. So if there's ever that point in your life where you're like, is it worth even trying? Are my dreams too big and should I not even go for it? I think you do yourself and the world a disservice by not actually going after that, not trying to go after the things that you enjoy. Absolutely. And being uniquely you, like you said a moment ago, um, you know, like the classes that you offer and the things that you do and everything that you do, nobody else in this world could do it effectively like you in the same way. Exactly. So like you said, it's a disservice if you're not out there being your authentic self, finding your true passion, because when you're passionate about it, you can really help other people in that way. A hundred percent. Hundred percent, and that's what it is, and that's why you know I think if, if anybody's questioning, is it real? Like, is it possible? And, you know, some people will say, "Well, you know, I, I read the book The Secret, and I, you know, I've, I've read all these things about manifesting, but it keeps not happening for me." And you know, again, there's a difference between manifesting and just having a, a regular dream. When you're a manifester. You're, you're also, it's not just like, you know, doing ohm and, and then automatically just appears like a magical thing. It's really about really doing it. And, you know, when I ended my toxic marriage, I remember saying to myself, I don't ever want to feel this way again. Because mm -hmm. in the past, when I had thought I could do it with other men that were also toxic for me, I had a degree in psychology and I was really smart and I had, you know, all of these things I could figure it out. I don't need anybody's help. And so I did that and found really quickly that that didn't work. So when I got a divorce from my first husband, I was like, okay, what I did last time didn't work. And if I'm going to create this life that is going to be better than what I've experienced before so that I never have to go through this again, who do I need on my team to make mm -hmm. this into a reality? And I, I found those people and, and again, surrounded myself around those people so that I could be inspired, so I could be excited. So, and again, all of that starts with the, the thought first, but literally anybody could be a manifester, but they have to do something about it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You have to take action. You really do. You can have put your intention on what you want. If you believe in vision boards, you could put a vision board and put your thoughts and focuses there, but nothing will happen unless you get off the couch. You have to have to take action. And that's one of the things that I try to tell people all the time is that you have to take action. You cannot sit on your couch and complain that nothing's happening good in your life. If you want to run a marathon, you can't be mad that a marathon didn't show up at your front door and hand you your medal. You have to go out and run that marathon. And so yeah. it's just interesting to me that people will 
think that it's just magic and it's just going to happen and then nothing happens and then they're mad because they say it doesn't work. Have you heard people well, say that before? I've heard that before. And I actually like, you know, I also, one of the, the side effects of working with toxic people with toxic relationships is that I also help people start dating after that. And one of the funniest things that people do is they're like, you know, I've wanted to, to date, but I haven't found anybody. I'm like, well, where have you looked? Oh, I haven't looked anywhere. Was some of the magical Prince Charming was going to drive up to your house, knock on the door. And because you prayed about it and dreamed about it, they were just going to show up. I mean, like, no, <laughs> come on, like that's not how it works. Like you have to go on dating sites. You have to go out and meet people. You have to go again, do the things that you love to do. And in there, talk to people so that you can see who you, you know, what you like about other people, what you want for a partner, get to know other people. But yeah, you're not doing that from your couch. <laughs> You've got to take action on it. Absolutely. It just doesn't manifest itself into the, like a dream. It doesn't happen yeah. that way. So yes. I love that. So tell us a little bit more about your success story. So obviously, you know, you got to that awful marriage and then you went on to start manifesting and now you're living your best life and you're doing all the things you love and you're passionate about. Tell us about how that kind of played out. So, so after, after I left, you know, this abusive first marriage, I really decided that I was going to just spend time working on me, taking care of myself. And I had this vision that I wanted to create a business and I, but I also had this vision that if I was ever going to be in a relationship again, you know, or get married again, that it was going to have to be someone that checked off the boxes on my list. And so I went out kind of with the idea that I might never have children, I might never get married, I might never find that person, but because I was no longer going to settle. And in doing that, I was able to really focus on me and healing and creating my own amazing life. And because of that, I met this really great guy who checked off a bunch of the boxes and was so was too good to be true. I was broke up with him several times. And he had these big, beautiful blue eyes. And, and I remember looking at him after one of the times I was going to break up with him. And I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do this. And I decided, to, you know what, I'm going to actually just give this guy a chance because if there's anyone, it seems like it's going to be him. And after everything I went through, we ended up I gave them the gave him the chance. And we now have two beautiful children. He you know, him and I just celebrated eight years of marriage. And he actually helps me to help other women heal from toxic relationships. So, I mean, there can't be much better manifesting than that. No, now you have a beautiful partnership with a beautiful marriage. And I'm sure it, that spiraled into a fantastic friendship as well. He's my best friend. You know, if, if anyone has my back, it's it's my husband. And I think a lot of people forget that when you're in a relationship, it's supposed to be your best friend that you're in that relationship with. So, yeah, but none of that would have happened had I not really, really done the work. And and because of that, like we, we are both, you know, he hears my story and he's always talking about how much how important it is for us to us to take what we've learned to really help other people. Because, again, there's that ripple effect of when we share our pain with others that helps other people to heal as well. And don't you find that it helps you heal a little bit too? Sure. Sure. I do. Sometimes there's I, reminders. You're like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I definitely find that. And my domestic violence stories, you know, I used to like hide from it and not tell anybody anything um, mm -hmm. about it. But then now I've learned that through sharing it with other people and it heals me and it helps them. So it's a double win. Yeah. This, we got to take away the shame. There's no stigma. There should be no shame when it comes to dealing with domestic violence.
Absolutely. So really manifesting to you is all about uh, coming up with what you want and then mm -hmm. taking steps towards making that goal happen, whether that be networking, whether that be finding new friends to put in your circle, whether that be um, just everything that you need to do to get that ball rolling. Is that correct? A hundred percent. Yep. Oh, I love it. So why don't you tell the audience where they can find you, what they can do to seek out your services and exactly what you do so you can help somebody else out there? Sure. So, you know, definitely go over to Facebook and you can follow our private Facebook group called Toxic Relationship Recovery Strategies for, for Professional Women. It's a mouthful. Um, it is private, so nobody else is going to see that you're in it unless they are in the group. We go live every Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with lots of free content. I've written two books, Being Loved Shouldn't Hurt book and workbook available on Amazon. Um, pretty much find me everywhere, Being Loved Shouldn't Hurt. Um, and I just came out with a podcast called Toxic Love Transformation available on iTunes. Um, or you can just go to ToxicLovePodcast.com and it'll take you to wherever you need to go. Um, but we do group programs and one-on-one -on -one programs. My husband does something called Psych K, which is a high-speed mindset shift, which helps negative subconscious beliefs. So between the two of us, there's a little bit of yin and yang. And you get that male-female perspective, which really helps people heal holistically instead of just on the surface level. Ah, I love it. I love everything that you're about. I think it's so cool. All the little thoughts that you shared with us today and your opinions and how it actually impacted you in your life. So I'm very grateful for that. And I'm also excited to have you on Little Give. And I'm really looking forward to peeling back the layers a little bit more about your business and how you go above and beyond to help others. So I'm really excited about that. Thank you so much. Can't wait to share. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on and we'll see you next time.